0: Please speak to God. Please stand and let's all together say the verse before the gospel. God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so everyone who believes in him might have eternal life. the Lord be with you. And also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to Nicodemus, Just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in Him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him might not perish but might have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. Whoever believes in Him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the verdict, that the light came into the world, but people preferred darkness to light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come toward the light so that his works might not be exposed. But whoever lives the truth comes to the light so that his works may be clearly seen as done in God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The readings that we have for today foreshadow what would happen as God would fulfill His promise of salvation for all of us. And here we could see something about the truth about this loving and merciful God. That in spite of our our pitiful situation, God would remain merciful towards us that we would continue to extend all the opportunities so that we could turn back to Him. And that is the reason why we have heard from the first reading how God would recall back His the part of His people who were exiled in Babylon, He inspired the king of Persia, Cyrus, to make a decree that would allow the people of God to come back to the Jerusalem area and to build the temple. So here we see the hands of God who would always be there for His people. God knows that our situation is really bad, that we could not do anything apart from His help to bring about our own salvation. That's why He Himself would become the ransom for all of us. That He would become one of His creations so that he would reconcile us back with Him. So the Lord Jesus Christ became man, through man, except in sinfulness. He would live among us to teach us about the Father, about His ways. And then He would die for us that we would be saved. That is such a great grace and merited because we do not really deserve it. But nonetheless, it was done by God as a manifestation of His great love for all of us. That's why in the second reading, we have heard St. Paul in his letter to the Ephesians wherein He would say, we do not deserve anything. But again, this God did everything for us to believe Him. It is not our own effort that saved us. It was still God's effort, God's uh, ways that made us a new creation. And so, as a Christian, we should be humble and always have this attitude of thanksgiving to this God who just cares for us. And that's why in the gospel, Discourse with, uh, in this discussion with Nicodemus, he already gave what is to come, that he himself would be nailed to the cross, so that everyone would see, and those who would come would be saved. The comparison was made during the journey of the Israelites out of Egypt, where they remained in the desert for some time. Many people who became more selfish and and, and more sinful encountered the many snakes that built them so, those who were beaten and died, the people got the lesson from God that they would not trust Him, and so they repented, and in so doing, they asked Moses to intercede for, for them. And so Moses did, and God instructed him to make an image of that snake and then put it on a pole and those who would be beaten would just go in sphere of the the image and they would not die. So that is the context of that discussion then. So those who were in danger of death (coughs) instead got healed, got an extension uh, uh, in their lives. In the same way As we look at the cross, the symbol of our salvation, as we embrace it, we also would be saved. But again, it is not easy because God would require something from us. We have to really live our life according to His will. That we must be imbued with Christian virtues, So that we could face the many challenges of day-to-day living. That's why if we are truly Christians, we should be living in the light, not in darkness. Meaning, we have our fruits to show that we are truly Christians. And how do we look at the fruit, whether it is good fruit or bad fruit? by the very way we live our life. So we are becoming more generous, more helpful, more forgiving, more uh, magnanimous, more uh, credible, more integrated, more humble. All those virtues definitely are signs that we are on the right path. But on the other hand, if we become more pessimistic, we become more difficult to deal with, we become pain in the next, then definitely we are becoming uh, agents of the evil one. We are becoming collaborators of the culture of death rather than the culture of life. So only us, in the silence of our hearts could really see how we are doing. So in this Lenten season, I would challenge you to face ourselves as we truly are. And if we find that we are really way, way, way behind in the way we should be, then we should really stop. Ask the Lord for pardon and the strength to continue. And gradually, it is God Himself who will extend His hands and bring us to Him. We just have to entrust ourselves to His mercy and great love. So the choice is ours to make.